It's the 4 o'clock hour on ESPN 106.3. Fueled by Celsius. Essential energy. Live fit. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a... Josh Cohen and home team. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 1063. Because every day above ground is a good day. It is the home team for the ride home. On a Monday, that is March Madness Week 2023, day after the Oscars. The day of NFL legal tampering. Wednesday, free agency begins. And we've already got breaking news from the National Football League. We'll share that with you in a second. Dean Thomas, where are you today? Where in the world is Dean Thomas? Man, I am in Orlando. I'm out here chilling. I'm handling my business. Me and Mickey Mouse out here doing our thing. Um, it's, it's such an exotic location. Exotic. O- Orlando, Florida. One of the most exciting <laughs> places Dean's ever been. Yeah. You've had, Dean's actually spent significant time in Orlando. Yes. You used to live in Orlando, right? Yeah, I used to live in Orlando. Yeah. I started MMA in Orlando. I had the first MMA school in Orlando back in 2000. It's amazing because when you watch the fights, you never hear of anybody fighting out of Orlando. <laughs> no, never. So, no, that's not. No, no. Orlando got a scene now. Oh, oh now they do. Now they yeah, do. Yeah, they got a scene. In fact, in fact, uh, Stephen A. Smith once referred to this man as Jakari Souza. Jacare Souza lives and trains out of Orlando. He does now. I didn't know that. Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, all right. So uh, we are live on a Monday. We're expecting news to continue to break. As the day progresses, we do have some developing situations, which you may or may not be aware of. I don't want my sports injuries, but I'll let you hit that. Uh, from the quarterback carousel, that is old faces and new places. Jimmy Garoppolo to the Las Vegas Raiders, three-year deal, $67.5 million. Also, to complicate or simplify the New York Jets quarterback situation, Mike White, who was the team's choice late in the season, when Zach Wilson was in timeout for poor behavior, Mike White has signed a deal with the Miami Dolphins. Two years, $16 million to stay in division. Tina's now just, and there's your sports and update. I, re- I literally replaced it today Great with, with March Matt with, with college basketball music. Can't so. time it better. The whole thing gets done. And, I go, and that's it's over. I'm sorry. And then, and then you play that there. Um, yeah, March Madness. Well, let, let's get into that then because okay. the tournament is set. The field is set. And I'm sure Tina printed me out a bracket like we do every year. I coming, did, up. I, it's coming, yeah, up. coming up. It's coming up sooner or later. We're we got it. <laughs> we got this. Um, it is March Madness week. Yeah. Tonight, I mean, uh, we don't pay attention to the play-in games. We only concern ourselves with Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when the field of 64 becomes the field of 16. Looking forward to this weekend. Looking forward to getting excited about it. I used to live for this week. The passion, not the same as it used to be. But, Dean, as you get older, I guess that's life. That's the way it is. I mean, after you've been through so many of them, it just becomes like one and the same. But for me, 
I've never been excited about college basketball except for this year after, you know, I had some time to spend at the Syracuse game with my boy Jalen Hurts. So that kind of put me on to the whole thing. So now college basketball is my new thing. Right. You went to one Syracuse game this year, paid attention to maybe a quarter of it. And as a result, now college basketball is your thing. Your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Me and my thing. Because you went to one game and paid attention for maybe, how many minutes, Dean, are there in a regulation college basketball game? How many minutes on the clock? 60? Uh, no, 40. So, again, oh. college basketball is his thing. Your thing. His thing. And, and, and what is Syracuse's position? Where are they seated? Where, where are they in this NCAA tournament, Dean? Oh, they're number one right now. I think they was number one right, right now in the East. Yeah. yeah, they didn't make yeah. the tournament. They didn't make it at all. They're no. not even in it. Oh, you they're know you know what happened? happened? You know what happened? Um, they lost that one game when I was there in against Virginia. Yeah. And that kind of that kind of pushed him out, you know. For sure. Yeah. And I and I had talked to I had talked to the coach Beheim and I was like, you know what, maybe I'll just sit this year uh-huh. and uh work on a few things. And, and you could retire. And you could retire yeah. and then come you back. Retire, come back next year, yeah. And it looks like they took all of your advice. <laughs> Every bit yeah. of it. All of it. Every bit of it they took. Uh, last night was the ninety fifth annual Oscar Awards. We're keeping an eye, by the way. We're expecting in the next twenty four hours or so, and it could happen any minute. For there to be announced a deal between the Packers and the Jets and that Aaron Rodgers does want to play and that he will do so for the New York Jets. That's my expectation. We have every reason to believe that this deal is done. Um, It just now comes down to who wants to make the term um, when they so choose. Is it Rodgers tomorrow and Pat McAfee? Is it the team announcing today? Um, Certainly, the expectation is Aaron Rodgers, if he's going to return to play, and in the last minute he can say, you know what, in second thought, I don't want to do the work anymore. He could say that. But if he is going to return to play, it's pretty obvious right now that it will not be in Green Bay, that it will not be, if you do the math, in New Orleans. It will not be, if you do the math, in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. It, it would be most likely to be with the New York football Jets. And I am declaring right now that if he signs while we are on this show, I will sing a tribute song to Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wow. If the announcement... I have a if the yeah, announcement, the announcement is happens. Okay. Yes. If the announcement is I will sing a tribute song. Okay. Well, I'm going to announce it right now. It doesn't mean it's <laughs> yes. true or not, but I'm announcing it right now. Aaron Rodgers will become the new quarterback of the New no, York no, Jets. No, 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 no. Adam Schefter has to announce it. Man, I got to get that text message from Adam Schefter. We don't care what Adam Schefter says or thinks. Wait, what makes him so uh, qualified to know what's happening? Why would I he know, know more than we would? We have Twitter also. All he does is read Twitter. <laughs> we have Twitter. We have the same resources he does. That is a good point. Last night was the 95th annual Oscar Awards. Tina decided to ignore the Oscars to watch a movie that came out 27 years ago. (laughs) Yes. Instead. It was her homework, though. It was her homework. It was your homework, but regardless, you could have done that any other night and then actually watch the Oscars. I know, but I didn't have the channel to even watch the Oscars. I stream everything, and I didn't have, like, I don't, I have Netflix, HBO Max, Amazon Prime. I couldn't watch it. And I didn't try to watch it. I was watching Goodwill Hunting. That was my. It's free over the year on ABC. Anyways, Dean, did you watch the Oscars? No, I mean, I watched Creed. You, 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 hold on. So you also, as an actor and a filmmaker, you skipped the Oscars so you could watch the fourth film in the Creed, or the third film in the Creed series. <laughs> I had to watch it, man. Unbelievable. I had to see, I had, the Oscars, I had to watch- the Oscars just wasn't exciting to me. Like, it doesn't bring me into, like, there's, I didn't know any of the movies. I was more interested in seeing the pictures of the red carpet. Like of everyone, of that was the only thing seeing I was interested was was just seeing all the 
actors and actresses walk along the red carpet and see their outfits and stuff. That's the only interest that I have in the Oscars. Couple interesting moments, by the way, from the red carpet. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, Dean, don't worry about it. Uh, God forbid you guys actually do what the rest of America is doing. I did do my homework, though. <laughs> yes, you did, but yes. but that could have been done any other time. Anyway, uh, yeah, but I, I, I researched it. I saw who won. Right, but but it's the whole the Oscars are like I say it all the time. We only really, as a country, have two shared experiences. Super Bowl, we all watch together. And the Oscars, we used to all watch together. And that's it. Those are the two times a year that Americans are all seeing the same thing, the same commercials, watching the same um, you know, drama as it unfolds, the same unexpected moments as they happen. But uh, even, you know, I guess even that's no longer a shared experience. Now, I guess it's just the Super Bowl. It was a man, huge... The, no, no, listen, the Oscars are boring, man. The only thing that made the Oscars good was when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. That was the only thing that's that made, made it good? good. Yes. A year ago, you were mad about that. A year ago, you were upset by that. I, I'm still upset at Will Smith, but I'm happy but that it, made it, it happened good. at, the, at right. the Oscars, yes. Yeah. Uh, it was a huge night for Encino Man. Remember the movie Encino Man from the early 90s? Yes. Dean, Pauly yes. Shore, Brandon Frazier? Uh, yes. Two of the stars of that film won Oscars last night, as did the woman from the yogurt commercials that tells you to eat the yogurt so you can stay regular with your poo. Oh. <laughs> It's crazy, man. I mean, but it's hope, though. It's hope because now that you know the regular folk can win an Oscar. I mean, I'm, you kind of get that impression now. The, the kid from Goonies, a.k.a. Short Round from Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, he won an Oscar. Yes. Brandon yes. Frazier, a.k.a. the dude from The Mummy, a.k.a. the dude from Encino Man, he won an Oscar. Jamie Lee Curtis, who spent the last 40-some years making Michael Myers Halloween movies Freaky and also Friday. yogurt commercials and yogurt commercials, which she said she takes it to stay regular. Uh, she eats the yogurt every day to stay regular and Freaky Friday. She won an Oscar. It was, it was one of those nights where you're like, is this real life? How is this happening? But it also lets you know that you know anyone can have a comeback. The Oscars That's reminds right. us that anybody, you can work and then not work and then work and then find your way back. To the pinnacle, because Brendan Fraser in the mid-late 90s was a massive movie star. He was a massive movie star. He was an action hero movie star. He was a heartthrob. He was the face of the mummy, the handsome. And then, much like Hollywood does, it moves on, and it finds new blood. Then it moves on, and then it finds the old guy, brings him back for a little bit, and he gets a little shine. Brendan Fraser last night won an Oscar, and I promise you to him, he'll take that over all the box office success of the 90s. He'll take that over being the, uh, you know, the, the matinee idol, as they used to say five generations ago. I bet you to Brandon Frazier, winning that award last night meant more to him than being in any of those big blockbuster films, being the big movie star. Because last night was about quality, not about quantity. It was about achievement by your peers deciding, as opposed to know. fat I Americans mean, so going special. to theater. I mean, that's special, too. I love the fact that he was able to come back and win. But even, the, like you said, the little kid from Indiana Jones was able to come back like, most child stars never come back. Correct. And the fact that he came back and won an Oscar is absolutely remarkable. And it's it gives me hope to know that it's never too late and you could always be what you might have become. That's I right. I say that. Yeah, you, Dean always says it. it's never too late to become what you might have been. That is a sign that is in my sister's living room. Dean's never been inside the living room. He knows That's I quote it, so he says it, pretends it's his. So, Dean, I finally broke down and I asked my sister last summer. I said, let me ask you. I quote this sign in your living room right there. I quote it all the time, and it's really, for me, meant a lot. This little wisdom, it's never too late to become what you might have been. And I said, I, I never asked you, Leslie, why do you have this? Why does that mean so much to you like it does to me? And she says, I have that sign? I said, yeah, it's in your living room right there. <laughs> 
She goes, oh, I don't know. It's just decoration. Yeah. Like, it didn't mean nothing to her. It means nothing to her at all. You just want to decorate your house. Put things on the wall. She, it was just sitting on the mantle above the fireplace. I'm like, this has no meaning to you? She's like, no. I'm like, well, that's good because I've been living my life based on it. Since I, <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Unbelievable. Listen. One man's trash is another man's treasure. It's weird like that, man. Like for her, it meant nothing. It just nothing. sat there. Yep. But it's really profound and really like prolific. And like you said, you can live your life based on that. But for her, it's just a little piece. You and I have used it for inspiration and motivation. Yes. You and I have yes. preached it upon others where you've told fighters that are trying to make a comeback. Listen, it's never too late to become what you might have been. This isn't over yet. We've li- we've preached this, and yet to my sister, it's just a wooden square with words on it from Marshalls that just happens home to be goods. collecting home goods. They collect yes. dust on top of the uh, on top of the mantle. Speaking of the uh, little boy, once upon a time, not so little anymore. He was in the Goonies. He played short round in Indiana Jones Temple of Doom. His name is Kehu Kwan, and last night he won the Oscar for Best Supporting Actor. By the way, for the betting line. If you wanted to win a hundred bucks on him, you would have to bet fifteen thousand dollars. He what? was and wow. he was as big a favorite as you could imagine to win this award. Take a listen to Kei Hu Kwan when he sent this message to his mother last night at the end of him receiving accepting his Academy Award. My mom is eighty-four years old and she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. How about that? Uh, Mom, that brings this water to my man. eyes already. Mom, I it want does. an Oscar because kids always want their parents to be proud of them. And if you want your kids to behave, tell them that you're proud of them. Here is a grown ass man. He was making movies 40 years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a. And he says, Hey, Mom, I want an Oscar. People don't realize that he was a refugee in the 70s. Uh, he and his family spent a year in a, uh, in a camp. In actually in a camp, a refugee camp, coming from right. that to now showing your 84-year-old mother on television, I won an Oscar. After being the child star and having your career kind of fizzle and having real jobs and being under the radar and people maybe saying, whatever happened is short round. And now you're there and you've won an Oscar and you get to look in the camera, hold up the trophy and say, mom, I won an Oscar. Like, look, like, look it, like, look what I did. Like, but, look what we you, did. But you know what's even more special about that? I mean, that, I mean, it's all special, but... The fact that like he got into acting in the first place and a lot of parents, when when you get into something like acting or modeling, they're like, come on now, you don't really want to do that. You really want to go to school and get your education. And for his career to have been the way it been and him to go down. Now, he finally got his Oscar. I guess it's a special moment for him to reach back out to his mother, who I don't know if she believed in him in the beginning or not. But they, she still had to go through that journey with him, that hard journey to see him struggle and then come back. And now to get the Oscar, I know that had to be special for him. He was an adorable child actor. He was a character actor. I promise you 95% of hardcore Indiana Jones and or Goonies fans didn't even know his name, K. Hui Kwan. He learned it last night. They're just, he was just short round. He was just short. He was just that kid from the Goonies. He yeah. went, they didn't know his actual name. Um, there's a theme, though, because he did win for Best Supporting Actor. And now take a listen to Jamie Lee Curtis, because she, in an upset, won Best Supporting Actress. Jamie Lee Curtis, who followed in the shadows of her movie star parents. Both of her parents actors. Both of her parents are very famous in their own right. Jamie Lee Curtis then become the horror queen in uh, John Carpenter's Halloween 
there was a new or final installment just this past fall of the Halloween movie. So that spanned over 42 years. Jamie Lee Curtis last night was saying, for everyone on this team, we won an Oscar. For everyone from my family, we won an Oscar. Everyone that worked on the, we won an Oscar. Everyone from the horror genre that supported those movies, we won an Oscar. But then she had this to say about her late parents, um, who are somewhere above looking down, I would imagine, proudly. And my mother and my father were both nominated for Oscars in different categories. I just won an Oscar. The theme continues. Wow. It's the idea of I'm an adult. I've been through it. I've been at this for years. It's not a first year, second year actor. And this theme continues of mom, dad, look what I did. Because the child within you remains. And the need to make your parents proud remains. It's what drives many. Pride is such an important thing to share with your kids. To let them know that you are proud of them. Uh, sometimes kids, it's all they need to know so they don't go down the wrong path, make bad decisions in life. But both of these wow. supporting actor winners have the same theme. And that is, hey, parents, look at look what I, and it wasn't despite, like the way that she said it, you know, because she was like, we did it, we did it, we did it. And then when she talked about her parents, she was like, I did it, which wasn't meant to be that way because really, I know, right? Because she was like, we, we, we. And I imagine after the fact, she probably thinks, damn it, why didn't I say we? Because that's really what I meant. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it was a Freudian slip. I don't know. But um, that's a moving moment, right? I mean, you can feel the emotion. Oh, yes. You know, because the Oscars are silly. It really is a night where Hollywood pats itself on the back. We're, we're rewarding people for lying in front of a camera. Like, you, you <laughs> pretend that you're a person that you're not. And then we're like, here's an award for being a great liar. So great at it. Right. So great at pretending that you were someone that you're not from a period 300 years ago that we have no idea what really happened. And speaking of emotion, John Travolta came out. And John Travolta came out so that he could introduce the memoriam, the in memoriam, all of the Hollywood behind the scenes and in front of the screens, performers and talent and executives um, throughout the year that we lost. This is that, you know, very sentimental segment of the Oscars. And you think, oh, I forgot that she passed or, oh, I didn't even know that he passed. Um, Take a listen to John Travolta because he knows what's coming. He's rehearsed this. And he's going to drop a line from the song from Greece, the film that made him a mega movie star and his co-star and his beloved friend till her very end, Olivia Newton-John, former Jupiter resident, by the way, mm. Olivia Newton-John. Take a listen as Travolta sets this up and you can hear in his voice as he starts to brace himself. It's, it's almost like when you're walking down the stairs and they're slippery and, and, you, and you kind of test your foot. Travolta doing this because he knows... He's got to keep it together. He's got to keep it together. But he finds it virtually impossible to keep it together when he drops that, that sweet line about their song, the, the, the song from the soundtrack of Greece. In this industry, we have the rare luxury of getting to do what we love for a living. And sometimes getting to do it with people that we come to love. And since tonight is a celebration... Uh, of the work and the accomplishments of our community in this past year, it is only fitting then that we celebrate those we've lost, who've dedicated their lives to their craft, both in front of and behind the camera, through their immeasurable contributions. Each of them left an individual and indelible mark that, 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 that shared and informed us. They've touched our hearts. They've made us smile. 
and became dear friends who we will always remain hopelessly devoted to. So here with, <clears throat> to honor them with a, a very special performance, please welcome the incomparable Lenny Kravitz. Na, 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 na. American woman. <laughs> now, could you imagine if he played the wrong song? Uh, Travolta starts to get toward that part where he says they left a mark that never be forgotten, and that we are, and he knows he's got to say hopelessly devoted. Yeah. To. Mm -hmm. And you and that you hear sad. him crumble. You hear him crumble. You hear you hear an audible gasp from the audience. Go, oh. There's I know. And you never hear that. There's this collective awe. It was a very real moment in a very fake event that celebrates the ultimate of fakeness, pretending to be someone in something that you're not and winning trophies for it. It was a nice moment with John Travolta. Tina, when you hear that, it kind of makes you choke up because you have empathy. As human beings, we do. Oh yeah, all these sound, like this audio clips are just, they bring like water to my eyes because it is sad and, you know, people that have passed and, you know, it, it is like you can hear the emotion in their voice. Yeah, the first two are celebration. And this one here is more mourning. Yeah. But Dean, uh, Travolta there, uh, losing it over Olivia Newton-John. Hope, I mean, together they became global icons and superstars. And when you share that with someone as a teammate, it was the two of them. Um, that is something, obviously. It's, it's like Carrie Fisher had with Mark Hamill. You know, That's right. Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. It for is sure. a thing where you, where you are forever um, bound together. Um, in 300 years, they may watch the films of the two of you and the characters live. So you understand why he's emotional in that spot. Oh, man, it, it was so sad to hear him talk about that. And I kind of wish he didn't. Like, at halfway through that, I was like, man, please don't keep going. Because, I mean, it was so sad. I was hoping that he kind of pivoted to his scene with Jamie Lee Curtis and she had won that award. You know, the scene where they're doing the little uh, aerobics. Oh, from Perfect. Yeah, when she yeah. was in spandex, when she was in yeah. the aerobics clothes. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I, I was Whoa. hoping that they would, he would start talking about that scene because that is the John Travolta scene that I like. That's what I'm talking about. Tina, yeah. uh, they made a movie in the uh, in the 80s where Jamie Lee Curtis was an aerobics instructor. Okay. And John Travolta was a reporter from like the Rolling Stone magazine. And Jamie Lee Curtis was teaching aerobics, but she could move and she had a body and she was wearing, you know, the spandex of the time yeah. and like leg warmers. And, oh, man, that was a good, that was a good look. Aerobic clothes were good. I mean, they're back now. As as yoga pants, yes, but aerobics, not the socks. Jamie the socks Lee, are gone. Jamie Lee Curtis was smoke show though. But it's weird how Unreal. that look. That look, even though it's like so old looking, it, there's still something very attractive about that look. Yeah, it's called shiny and tight. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> tight and shiny, my two favorite aspects. Uh, later on in the evening, there was an on stage reunion when the best picture was announced. Everything. Everywhere, all the time, which, by the way, is a total mind bender, a total, no, parallel universe, space time, continuum jumping kind of a thing. It streams on Showtime if you have the app, people. Um, when the winning film picture of the year was announced, Harrison Ford presented the award, and then he was confronted on stage by a very familiar young face, Kei Hu Kwan, who turned to Harrison Ford and was like, hey, it's been a minute. The two of them, Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. Dean, what year was that? Was that like 1985? Yeah, it had to be. I mean, mid-80s. I can't, I don't know the exact year, but mid-80s for sure. Almost 40 years ago. Almost, they probably shot it, you know, 39 years ago. Almost 40 years ago, he was a little boy. 84. 84. There yeah. goes, good guess. Harrison Ford 
is Indiana Jones. Kehu Kwan was short round. And last night on stage, they had a hug, a kiss on the cheek, and one of those, how are we both still alive? How are we both still here doing this? <laughs> especially like, Harrison Ford. Ain't, especially for, <laughs> and Harrison Ford sounded it, too. He Did he sound, really? He sounded very, sounded very weak. His voice, his, his vocals sounded very How old is Harrison Ford, man? Harrison Ford's 80 years old. Is he 80? He's 80. 80 even? Yeah. He's in the new show that streams on Paramount. The uh, prequel to Yellowstone, 1923. It looks good for 80. Did you hear what I just said? No. No, because you were waiting to talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was looking he, at his picture. <laughs> he looks all right for 80, but he doesn't sound, he, sa- he sounds 80. Yeah. Yeah. Surprised me last night. Kind of made me sad. Because he didn't have. I that. thought he was. I thought he was older. I thought he was maybe 82, 84. But regardless, uh, he is in the new nineteen twenty three series, which streams on Paramount. That's the precursor. That's the prequel to Yellowstone, mm. which I'm surprised you're not into yet. I know. I need. I want to watch it. Yeah, you, you would love that show. Uh, again, breaking news from the National Football League: the NFL quarterback carousel spins. Dudes are getting off. Two of which today got off. Jimmy Garoppolo. That's one of those dominoes. It isn't the big domino, but it also tells you where the big domino won't go. Jimmy Garoppolo, three-year deal, $67.5 million to Las Vegas, to the Las Vegas Raiders, which means it does not appear that there will be an Aaron Rodgers uh, reunion with Devontae Adams. Also, Mike White of the New York Jets, who could have been the starting quarterback. He was the guy the team liked. He today goes to the Miami Dolphins. On a two-year deal for $16 million in division. So that means Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, obviously the two big pieces. We don't know yet about an offer to Aaron, excuse me, to uh, Lamar Jackson. He's been non-exclusive franchise tagged, which means that if a team makes him an offer, the Ravens have five days, five days to match that offer. And if so, they will keep Lamar Jackson under those terms. If not, they will receive two first-round picks from the team that does sign Lamar Jackson. The Aaron Rodgers situation is pretty simple. He's under contract. He's due $59 million this year. If the Jets and the Packers can agree to a deal, and it appears that they will, it comes down to whether or not Rodgers wants to play. So Rodgers, if he wants to play, it's not going to be in Green Bay. That is most likely. It is not going to happen in Las Vegas. They just brought in Garoppolo. Um, So where then could it be? A couple places, but primarily would be the New York Jets. I'm going to go on the record right now and say uh, Aaron Rodgers will be the new quarterback of the New York Jets. We'll wait for confirmation, but that's my gut feeling. When that confirmation comes, I got a song for it. But I'm more so concerned with Mike White. I almost feel kind of bad for Mike White. I mean, trust me, he's making eight million dollars a year, yeah. and I know that's a lot of money. Yeah. But then when you put it compared to the other guys, I almost feel bad for him. I'm like, man, this this dude is broke. Bro. I don't feel bad for him. His his value and his worth are both, um, you know, determined by the teams at deal four. Uh, the Dolphins and former Jets quarterback Mike White have agreed to a two year deal worth up to up to sixteen million dollars. He'll back so he might up, not even get that. He'll back up to a tongue of Iowa. He'll be 28, March 25th. So that's two weeks from uh, two days ago. Uh, he started four games for the Jets this past season. But he started the season, obviously, as the third stringer behind Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco. He was one and three as a starter. But to be fair, the team did make T-shirts printed of him. 
Yes. So even though you're at one and three, if the team makes T-shirts and says that they're with you, then it's worth one win. Technically, yeah, man, but technically, for it's worth sure. One. Come on, Tina. No, I can't. Oh get yeah. Win. No, 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 I get. No, I, no. Yeah, I would accept that. <laughs> you'll grant that. You'll, yeah. You, you'll yeah. allow that. I would say that's a win. If the team makes T-shirts saying like you're, we the ride New York with you, Jets. we bleep with you. Yeah. Your teammates say that you're the third string quarterback. That means that you get at least a win within the organization. Yeah. When we return, <clears throat> do we now have proof that Aaron Rodgers will not be returning to the Packers? Two very telling sound bites. Two little sound bites that may tell you everything you need to know to know that Aaron Rodgers is not going back to Green Bay and that Aaron Rodgers is going to play. You can listen to him and decide for yourself next. First, Kaiser University, home of Dean Thomas's favorite team and uh, winners in and out of the classroom, the fields and the pools. Isn't that right, Dean? That's right, champions. They're all over the field at Kaiser University right here in West Palm Beach. 15, hear me out, 15 national championships, including the 2022 championships in men's golf and men's and women's swimming and diving. They also captured 54 regular season and 48 conference tournament titles and a Learfield Cup trophy in the classroom, breeding champions as well. 40 all academic honorees this past fall and 143 student athletes had a perfect GPA of 4.0. But get the latest on Seahawk Athletics, go to KUSeahawks.com. That's KUSeahawks.com. And remember, ESPN 1063 is the flagship home for Kaiser Seahawks football. Do we finally have proof that Aaron Rodgers will not be returning to the Packers? Two very telling sound bites. When you hear them, you can decide for yourself, but it's certainly this might be the proof that uh, NFL investigators like myself have been looking for all along. The home team back on ESPN 106.3. It's the 4 o'clock hour on ESPN 106.3. Fueled by Celsius. Essential energy. Live fit. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. You are about to hear two sound bites, two short sound bites that I believe will prove that Aaron Rodgers will not be returning to the Green Bay Packers and that Aaron Rodgers will return to the NFL, but most likely as a New York Jet. You'll hear that in just a sec right now. A quick reminder about my buddies at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. 52 years, honesty, integrity, trust, the home of honest, reliable service. They started on the Treasure Coast and now have 17 locations from West Palm Beach through the Treasure Coast. Need batteries? They got batteries for golf carts, marines, power sports, side-by-sides, RVs, as well as your cars and trucks. Need batteries? They're constantly recognized one of the top independent tire dealers in the entire nation. If you need oil change, I know that you get those uh, postcards from your dealer. You know, when you watch your car. Like, come in for your oil change. Come in for service, maintenance. Um, CLC Battery and Tire can actually do the oil change, get you in and out faster, and can actually do it for you cheaper than your dealership can because of the cost of labor. You can make an appointment online. You can just stop by in person. What you'll find is that they are the people that want to take care of the second biggest investment of your life, Um, your car being that second biggest investment, so that you can get the most miles out of it, spend the least amount of time with it needing upkeep and or repair, and the least amount of money in the process as well. 
called Heaven Family in the Biz at St. Lucie Battery and Tire. SLBT.com, 17 locations, West Palm through the Treasure Coast, St. Lucie Battery and Tire. Dean Thomas is in Orlando where he, the godfather of the blossoming MMA scene in the city of magic, uh, of course. He's on, you're on your way to London. Is that correct? Aren't you heading over? No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm filming looking for a fight this week in oh, Boston. Oh, where? Where are you going to be? Boston. Oh, in Boston. Looking for a fight yeah. in Boston. Yeah, looking for a fight St. Patty's in Boston. in Boston? Oh, boy. That's right. Oh, yeah. oh, boy. Leprechaun from the hood. Watch out. I got Dean, <laughs> for Valentine's Day, I got Dean socks so that he was ready for St. Patty's Day while being in Boston. You better wear them. Okay. I'm going to wear them. Don't worry. I'm going to wear them. Are they are they green, Tina? Of course, they're yeah. St. Patty's Day socks. And, and are you gonna be mad, Tina, if they don't show up on the episode? No, visible. No, you tell all your friends like, oh, the socks I bought him are gonna be on the episode. No, and you <laughs> no, no, none of my friends watch those. Wait, and see. all right. Uh, oh, I think we might have proof that Aaron Rodgers will not be returning to the Packers. Two very telling sound bites um, that may have given it away. Take a listen this weekend. Aaron Rodgers talking to former NFL receiver Brandon Marshall who is now a reporter, host of sorts, NFL and football media. Uh, take a listen to Aaron Rodgers talking about, uh, you know, meeting Jets owner Woody Johnson. And by the way, Brennan Marshall is trying to look into, like, look into Aaron Rodgers' soul. He's peeking beyond his sunglasses, trying to get something out of him. So listen for that awkwardness. Take a listen. How was it meeting Woody Johnson? How was that meeting? Oh, that was, that was you know, it's, it's always interesting meeting important figures in the sport. Um... Yeah, it's always interesting. That's all I'm giving. I'm just there now. That's all I'm giving. A Rod. Try best. What we doing, A Rod? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. How long we gotta wait? Well, I think it won't be long. There's there's a there's a time there's a time limit for all this. Stay tuned. It won't be long. Stay tuned. It won't be long. Brandon Marshall was attempting to uh to to really get. Um, you know, beyond Aaron, and Aaron just wasn't having it. He's like, "Yeah, no, he was too. He's too savvy for that." He's like, "Come on, man, no." And so he lets the awkwardness sit for a little bit. But obviously, if there's nothing to announce, there's nothing to announce. If there's something to announce. Well, then, soon won't be long. Stay tuned. Yes, won't be long. Stay tuned. But this is much more telling because this is the president of the Green Bay Packers. I want you to listen very closely to how Mark Murphy talks about Aaron Rodgers. Talks about him, and by the way, I want you to listen closely to the phrasing and to the tenses of the verbs that he uses when talking about his contractual quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Take a listen. Very few players play for only one team. Uh, And, you know, obviously, Brett had a great career. Aaron had a great career here. And uh, regardless of what happens, you know, Aaron will be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, he'll be in our Hall of Fame, and we'll bring him back, and we'll retire his number. And, uh, but this is just one of the things that you go through as a team. And, uh, you know, again, we want to try to achieve something that's good for both uh, Aaron and us. So let's focus on Mark Murphy, president of the Green Bay Packers, talking mm. to a reporter in the hallway. Uh, this was, I believe, just yesterday. Dean, what jumps out to you most? What's most telling about that soundbite with the team president? We said... Uh, Brett Favre had a great career here. Aaron had a great career here. Yep. Yeah. He said had is in past tenses and it's over. He talked about bringing them back, Tina, right? I wrote down had and bring him back. Yeah. We'll bring him back then. And it's pretty obvious that what Mark is saying, uh, Mark Murphy is saying is that, listen, we don't have anything to announce right now, but if you're asking about 
how impressive it is for someone to be here as long as Aaron Rodgers has been. He's still under contract. That's the important thing to remember. This is a subtle way of of lessening the blow, of explaining to your kids that their 17-year-old dog is probably going to have his last meal tonight, and then tomorrow we got to take him say goodbye. Like, this is how you... Right, he's being very gentle. Yes. He's not, he's not avoiding the question. He's not stonewalling. He is instead softening the blow. And he's speaking, you know, in gracious terms of incredible careers and Hall of Fame and bringbacks and recognition. And this is one of those times that you say, come on, man, just, just, just say it. I mean, he's not trying to hide it, is he? Because, no. like, it, to me, it was pretty obvious. And it was a, it was the nail in the coffin for me. Like hearing him talk about Aaron Rodgers, correct, was definitely a finality. Like correct. there was something final about how he said that. And what that means is that um, Aaron Rodgers can make a decision whether he doesn't want to play, or he can decide to go to where it is we trade him that he obviously you know had most say in. What, what the Packers are, are saying is we wish him the best of luck. We want him to be happy, but it's not going to be here. The Packers have moved on. The Packers have a new man in their life, and it's Jordan Love. And so Rodgers now has the decision. Do I retire or do I take this Jets situation? Now, remember, the Jets and the Packers have to agree to terms on that. But it's hard to believe that they wouldn't because what's their alternative? You know what I'm saying? What yeah, is so a, do you, what's, what, what do, alternative do they have at this point? And by the way, for the Jets players that thought they were helping the cause by, um, you know, courting Aaron Rodgers as such, um, you know, making the bonfire video with the cheeseheads and, and courting him on Twitter, um, you didn't do your team any favors because what you did was you let Mike mm-hmm. White then go to Miami and you've you know, alienated Zach Wilson. And what you've done is now you've given the Packers more leverage versus your team. So the Packers can get more from your Jets than they could have before, which ultimately will hurt your chances to win because you won't have as good of players and as much money to spend as you would have if you would have played it cool. You know what I'm saying, Tina? Yeah. Yeah, that that was stupid to court him like that because, like you said, so now the Packers look all desperate. I mean, the Jets look all desperate and needy. They ain't got no quarterback, and they out there making videos to get this dude that ain't even signed with them yet. Now, if I'm I'm the Packers, I'm like... They really need us. They really need them now because Let's raise the price. Sauce Garner and Brees Hall and those young guys are young guys, and they don't understand big picture. So when they are out there campaigning for Aaron Rodgers to join them, and they've still got two quarterbacks as well as Joe Flacco, sort of, they um, give the leverage to the Packers, which means the Packers can take more from their organization. They say, well, what do I care? It'll affect me. Well, no, it does when you don't have as good a player in certain positions. It doesn't have as much money to spend because you gave – the Packers more um, than they would have received if you would have played it cool, if you just would have played it cool. Um, here's what we do know. Garoppolo ain't going to the Jets. He's going to the Raiders three years, $67.5 million. Derek Carr had a great meeting, remember? Had a great meeting with the Jets. Mm-hmm. Great. He went to the New Orleans Saints. So we're running out of quarterbacks and we're running out of chairs. If we're playing musical chairs, there's really just a couple spots open here now and it's Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers, both of whom are under contract, both of whom could very well wind up with the organization and either not playing or in the case of Rodgers retiring, which would be the same thing just eternally. Um, this is where we're at. This is where we're at now. The Jets players did not help their cause 
by openly campaigning for Aaron Rodgers. They just didn't. Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. if he wants to play football, it's not going to be in Green Bay. We just heard that, didn't we? We just heard yes. that. Yeah, it's not sure. going to be in Las Vegas. It's not going to be um, in New Orleans. So where's it going to be? Either he plays and it's somewhere like the Jets, or he doesn't. That's we're we're narrowing. There's fewer chairs to sit in when the music stops, and now there's fewer dudes that are walking around the chairs trying to find a seat to sit in. Remember musical chairs when you were I a kid hated school? that game. Because it gives you anxiety. Yes. <laughs> it does. I hated that game. It's a, it's a crazily anxiety-inducing. And imagine my competitiveness playing musical chairs. Like, and, it's bad. And you're little and light, so you could easily be hip-checked. You could oh, be yeah. pushed out the way. Oh, yeah, and then people would take the chair from under you? Yeah. yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. That's a brutal game. It is. The, the game should be played where you're handcuffed in front of you, or you're not able to use your hands, where you can only just stop walking <laughs> and, use, and butt. use your butt. Yeah. That's how musical chairs should be played. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is more and more likely now to become a New York Jet. It comes down to just two things. If he wants to go back and go to training camp and do the work and play against 40 years old, if he wants to do it all over, if he, if he wants to go and play football, and number two, that the Packers receive compensation, that they go, yup, okay, that's good enough for us. The Jets seem motivated. They're a motivated buyer. The Packers seem motivated. They're a motivated seller. This is good. If you're selling real estate, aren't you happy when somebody's wanting to buy and somebody's wanting to sell mm-hmm. in the same house? Yeah. Okay. Now it comes down to the house. And the house is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and the house has to say in the matter oh. of either man, Aaron Rodgers. He always sounds so frustrated when he talks to people. It's like, man, dude, why are you, why even do these interviews, man? Because you always sound frustrated and he always sounds like he's talking down and condescending to whoever's asking him the questions. But he doesn't sound that way when he, he doesn't sound that way when he talks to McAfee because he views McAfee as an intelligent, thought provoking, open minded individual. Is that what that is? I think so. <laughs> I, te- I text you on Saturday, Daniel Cormier, tremendous analyst, tremendous yeah, fighter. Yeah, yeah. Horrible question asker. I was making fun of it the last two previous fights on Twitter. Anybody else bothered? All night. It wasn't even Saturday. It was a month ago. He would go into the cage and say, congratulations. How good does it feel to get this win? The first question was, how good does it feel? What's if someone says, honestly, I couldn't really care. I mean, I'm just doing <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you're not supposed to ask questions where we know the answer. You're not supposed to ask somebody, does it feel good? Or do-? it's, it's, like, it's like somebody wins the Powerball. And you ask them, are you glad you won? <laughs> Obviously, I'm glad I won. You know, ask me in ten years. It may yeah. be different. Yeah. Then. It may be different. Yeah. Then. But but Rogers is annoyed by idiots asking the same or trying to trick him because he feels that he's smarter than them because he feels that he's more crafty than they are. And by the way, we got a guy coming up later that was annoyed on the red carpet last night, and now Twitter is going crazy because they noticed what I noticed. Except for they don't know the point at which he decided to become the bleep that he did. And I do. I can pinpoint it for you. But coming up next, Oscar winner Spike Lee and Denzel Washington, both Oscar winners, skipped the awards last night and were seen together where instead? Spike Lee, Denzel Washington skipped the Oscars and instead were seen together where last night? They were out in public, the two of them. They weren't boycotting the Oscars. They just chose to go here and do this instead. Because it's boring. We'll tell you what that is next. Right now, I'll tell you what's never boring. That is Bud's Chicken and Seafood. Not for lunch, not for dinner, not for the end of the night. Crispy, crunchy, juicy, fried, golden brown. You got crinkle cut fries. You got corn fritters, mac and cheese, coleslaw, fudge brownies. You got the best fried chicken voted by which 
in Palm Beach County. The greatest chicken tenders made of USDA classified tenderloin in the entire planet. And if they're not, you can buy me lunch and I'll join you with you for it. Seafood Fest continues at Bud's Chicken and Seafood. For a limited time, though, enjoy spicy shrimp, homemade crab cakes, and crispy coconut shrimp. Order online at budschicken.com. Known for the best fish sandwich in town, Bud's Chicken and Seafood, a family-owned business, six locations in Palm Beach County. The dipping sauces, Dean. The honey mustard, Dean. The barbecue. Mm. The Bud mm. sauce. Who are you telling? Budschicken.com. Budschicken.com. Family-owned and operated the American dream. God bless America. God bless Bud's Chicken and Seafood. Now available for delivery, pickup, even you can pick it up through the drive-thru if you choose. Order order in advance. Order ahead on your phone. Budschicken.com. So where were Denzel and Spike Lee last night when the Oscars were happening? I'll tell you next. The home team on ESPN 106.3. It's the 4 o'clock hour on ESPN 106.3. Fueled by Celsius. Essential energy. Live fit. You're listening to Josh Cohen and the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Delivered by Brightline. Live life on the bright side. This is ESPN 106.3. March Madness. 2023 brackets released Thursday. Field of 64, half of it gets cut down by Friday night bedtime. We'll be down to 32, and by Sunday night, we'll be down to the Sweet 16. It is the best time of year, and I'm starting slowly to get my enthusiasm back for March Madness. I'm starting now to slowly get excited about it again. Well, yeah, now it's here. But it used to be my, it used to be my golly. Like when I was a kid, and even through college, and then after college, like, March Madness was my thing. I feel the like it was my thing. Like last year and probably the year prior, I feel like I had an idea of the really good teams. So when I picked like the final match, like I had a good a clue. Did you win last year? No. Oh. No, no. No. I won last year. You won last year. Two years ago, I won the office because I, oh. I won a hundred bucks to uh, Duffy's. Oh. Shout out to the office for sucking at March Madness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I this year I don't know anything about the tournament. Yeah, me neither. So. We'll probably win. Yes. Because we don't know a damn thing. There we go. Cox Marine. Listen, do not miss the home team live from the West Palm Beach Boat Show. This, or actually next Thursday, March of 23rd. Do not miss the home team live from the Palm Beach Boat Show, Thursday, March 23rd, and see the latest outboard diesel engines by Cox Marine. These engines built specifically for use on the water, using 30% less fuel than gasoline outboards. How about that? Cox Marine's diesel outboards give you all the benefits of diesel motors, and outboards in one purpose, built package. For the very first time, by the way. Join us at the West Palm Beach Boat Show. Discover the benefits of Cox Diesel Outboards for yourself. Visit coxmarineoutboards.com. That's C-O-X marineoutboards.com for more information. Cox Marine, redefining standards in marine propulsion. Looking forward to being live from the boat show a week from Thursday. Me too. I haven't been there live yet with home team dean will you be with us a week uh, from this thursday will you be with us a week from thursday yeah. i'm not sure i don't i don't even know where i'm gonna be at okay i gotta check my schedule you know how my schedule be man my schedule be all over the place yeah schedule yeah. be all over the place that's right uh last night uh spike lee and denzel washington they did not be at the oscars instead they be somewhere else you guys want to guess where they were seen in public together tina uh new york knicks game at a New York Knicks game. Yeah. In Los Angeles? I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Dean, a random guess from Tina, right? Knicks game? <laughs> Just totally random. 
Yeah, that is random, and that's definitely not true. It's amazing how 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 bad of a liar you are. Uh, mm-hmm. Oscar winner Spike Lee and Denzel Washington skipped the Oscars last night to go to watch the Knicks play I at actually, the Lakers. I actually really didn't know that. I sure. only knew about that because Spike Lee's like a massive fan. Wait yep. a minute. That's true? It's true. <laughs> I, did, it's I true. swear I didn't know that. Sure you didn't. I swear. The Knicks won 112-108. The Lakers now below fall. They fall rather below 500 on the season. Uh, Denzel and Spike Lee were at the game and they were asked about it. They're like, yo, Knicks Lakers. I ain't worried about the Oscars. You know, they're not, it'd be different if they were nominated. Yeah. If they were nominated, that is true. then you got to go. But if you're not nominated, well, why? I'm, well, yeah, I mean, I'll just go to the basketball game. Yeah. Can't be mad at him. No. I'm I not, thought you were going to say Roscoe Chicken and Waffles. That's where I thought they was going to be at. At, at Roscoe's in, uh, on Crenshaw? Yeah. Down in South Central? Uh-huh. Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles kind of um, popularized chicken and waffles for mainstream America. Um, it did. Chicken and waffles is always kind of a soul food fixture, comfort food fixture, but more of soul food than a southern deal. Um, and then Roscoe's kind of popularized it so, so the rest of the country could pretend that they're having authentic. But Roscoe's is in the spot. If you're but that, what they did Celsius. was they they made it they made it able for a lot of places to now overcharge for chicken and waffles. Yeah, that's made true it a too. Delicacy. Yeah, that's true too. That's a valid point. Coming up inside the cocktail hour, and by the way, the cocktail hour has a brand new presenting partner on it. Uh, the interview that may have been the most cringe, awkward event from the entire weekend last year. We had Chris Rock and Will Smith in the slap heard round the world. This year. We may have had the interview that reminded everybody of what a total beep Hugh Grant actually is. <laughs> You'll hear it for yourself, and I will point something out to you that most people did not pick up on, which is probably the point at which Hugh Grant decided to be a total beep hole. I'll, I'll point that out for you. You'll hear it for yourself. Coming up next, home team, ESPN 1063.